Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. There's virtual tours going on now at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address, without the stress, still possible, just virtually, at GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of all of your favorite sports teams here in Middle Tennessee. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com. Use the soap, the Yop hand wash, available to you at GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off. Gets under your fingernails. That's big stuff. Be a beast. Groom boldly at GetBeast.com with our friends at Tame the Beast. And Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All of your HVAC needs for both commercial and residential. They'll custom fit it to whatever it is that you require with satisfaction guaranteed. Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All right, let's talk about Derrick Henry. Let's talk about Christian McCaffrey's new deal. The question that I have for you guys this evening here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, the thing that we'll start with is how, how what exactly is affected, how does Derrick Henry and the Titans' relationship change because of McCaffrey's new deal. What does it mean for Derrick Henry and the Titans, the Christian McCaffrey deal that makes him at $16 million a year, the highest paid, four years, $16 million annually. This is this is now the highest paid running back contract in the history of the sport. It exceeds Zeke Elliott by a full million. Zeke was at 15. That was supposed to be the floor for Derrick Henry. What does it mean for the relationship between the Titans and Derrick Henry that that floor now becomes $16 million? How exactly, how much does it exactly change what these negotiations will look like? And here is what we know. Here is what we know of the Titans and Derrick Henry, their attempts to get an extension done prior to the Christian McCaffrey deal, right? Because now, now they've let the Panthers get ahead of them. Now they continue to let... Other teams set the market for the running back position in a way that they're saying they want to pursue an extension, but right now they're letting other people, other teams get out ahead of them with the money and allowing themselves to be opened up in this way to where the money continues to increase. And so the the bill for Derrick Henry, whenever it comes due, gets higher and higher, more expensive every time. What does McCaffrey's new deal mean for Derrick Henry and the Titans that's the question we're asking you guys here on Facebook Live and on Periscope on A to Z Sports Prime Time. First, let's hear from one of our favorites, Dan Orlovsky, friend of the show on ESPN Today, laying out exactly why it is that Christian McCaffrey deserves the highest paid running back contract in NFL history. Speed, <laughs> dynamic playmaking ability. You just described Christian McCaffrey. He is going to be the highest paid running back in the NFL after a four-year extension is going to pay him $16 million per year. So he is all those things. He's also not huge. He's really bright. And I think he's exceeded, perhaps, expectations out of Stanford. Since coming into the league in 17, he leads the league in yards from scrimmage, second in touchdowns from scrimmage. He's been durable. He hasn't missed a game in his career, despite having the second most touches in the NFL since entering the league. Four years, $16 million. What do you think of the deal? 
I hope it bucks the trend because the trend is don't pay running backs, right? right? And we've got some evidence of a guy like Todd Gurley who was the best in the league when he got paid. And that has obviously not paid off for the Los Angeles Rams. And then a guy like Le'Veon Bell was the case study last year for the Jets. One of the best backs in the NFL dual threat-wise and really didn't impact that football team and offense as much as a lot of us thought they would. I, so I hope Christian McCaffrey kind of bucks the trend. I do believe that he will continue to be as productive as he's been. Almost 2,000 yards all-purpose two years ago, 2,000 last year. He's a perfect fit scheme-wise in their new offensive coordinator, Joe Brady's system, so I expect that to continue to be production-wise where it's been, um, but I hope he kind of he puts a, a squash to the don't pay the running back mantra. Mr. Goodbar, the Mr. Goodbar on Periscope points out the video courtesy of ESPN, that's Dan Orlovsky. Mr. Goodbar says the scrimmage yards graphic tells the story. Henry doesn't earn that kind of money with the production that Derrick Henry has in terms of scrimmage yards. What does the what does the McCaffrey deal, $16 million a year over four years, the highest paid NFL running back contract in the history of the sport, what does it mean now for the Titans and Derrick Henry? Because for me, it guarantees one thing. It guarantees what Derrick Henry and the Titans won't see eye to eye on. Want to take some of your comments first before I explain what exactly I mean. Titans for Life says Henry should be paid more because he's the better running back, says Titans for Life. Now, if you're being very, very specific, maybe you could be that argument. Because what is Christian McCaffrey? Right? Christian McCaffrey isn't exactly your prototypical running back. What Christian McCaffrey represents is what Alvin Kamara is. He's a weapon in your offense. He's a versatile piece. He's something that Deion Lewis, in theory, was supposed to be for the Titans' offense to help offset what Derrick Henry doesn't do. Christian McCaffrey is as much receiver in the Panthers' offense as he is running back. And that, for them, has been a total difference maker when it comes to how much more they can do, right? It's the thing you hear John Robinson and Mike Vrabel say over and over and over again. It's that versatility matters in the NFL, and what this represents is versatility personified in Christian McCaffrey. They're saying, listen, this is the first player in NFL history through his first three years of his career to get 2,500 rushing yards and 2,500 receiving yards. This guy is spectacular. He's special. He's unique. He's the next evolution of what running backs are supposed to be. What Derrick Henry represents is not that. Derrick Henry is not the evolution. Derrick Henry is a more evolved form of what running backs are. But what Christian, what Christian McCaffrey is, is what running backs will be. What running backs are becoming. Derrick Henry is the middle ground if you're going on like the evolutionary scale, right? It's like the Cro-Magnum, uh, Homo sapien evolutionary chart. Derrick Henry is a little further back in terms of what he what he represents as an athlete, a little further back development-wise from what ultimately running backs are evolving to become. That's it. Derrick Henry is just a different stage of the evolutionary chart. Christian McCaffrey is a more evolved form, and that's why his paycheck represents as much. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to take more of your comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Right after I talk to you guys about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com, HVA seeds 
for all of your home needs. They will make sure that your temperature is adequately and perfectly controlled with your satisfaction guaranteed. Three locations in Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky. Volunteer orange trucks. You see them rolling around all over the mid-state and a little further to the north in the state of Kentucky. 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Tennessee heating and cooling for all of your HVAC needs. Make sure you give our friend Chris Hamby and the guys at Tennessee, guys and gals at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, a shout, tell them A to Z Sports sent you. How much are we going to have to pay Henry now, Bucks, says Anthony Owens? Well, this is the interesting point, right? This is where it becomes, this is where the conversation changes. Because Derrick Henry, the price tag went up for him. But it's exactly, why exactly did the price tag go up for Derrick Henry? This is the question that we're going to discuss, because this is where it becomes where they differ the most on. Where Derrick Henry and and the Titans will now differ the most on is exactly what Derrick Henry is. Because Christian McCaffrey just reset the running back market, right? Well, by definition, Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry are not the same kind of players. By definition, the definition of running back has changed. If McCaffrey is a running back, what the NFL now considers a running back Well, what exactly is Derrick Henry? Is Derrick Henry just an outmoded version of the running back or a more, a less evolved version of the running back? One that you continue to have to pull off the field on third downs because you don't necessarily trust him as a receiver? Well, where exactly do you nitpick those points when you're negotiating an extension? The Titans have made it clear to us that they want to pursue a long-term extension. uh, Derrick Henry, John Robinson said, they couldn't find they couldn't find agreement before the tag was needed to be placed on Derrick Henry so they used the tag it was at their disposal and now they would wish they wish to pursue more contract talks with Derrick Henry and his representation at CAA until the July 15th deadline now what this says to me at this there's less of a chance that a deal gets done because the the the, the bill for Derrick Henry services just got more expensive just because the running back market inflated with Christian McCaffrey's contract. How much more Derrick Henry's value, in his personal opinion, in his agent's opinion, how much, how much that inflates now because of Christian McCaffrey's new, uh, new salary, that remains to be seen. But what it does guarantee is if they were already having a hard time finding a price point for Derrick Henry, the Titans were, This complicates things because now the price point just got higher simply by the nature of another another running back getting paid and then resetting the market. Derrick Henry's not going to reset the market. He's not going to get Christian McCaffrey money. He's not going to get even Zeke Elliott money. But he will get closer now if they are actually going to extend him because that's what the market demands. Christian McCaffrey reset the market. That brings Derrick Henry up with it. Let's get more of your comments, though. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, what exactly does the deal between Derrick Henry, uh, what does the Christian McCaffrey deal mean for Derrick Henry and the Titans? More of your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Uh, this, the franchi- this raises the franchise tag, correct? Says Trevor Thomas. Well, no, they already had him locked in at 10.2. I think Henry is worth $12 million a year and not a penny more unless he becomes a three-down back says Robert Deerfish. Sure, I think that's a totally reasonable um I think that's a totally reasonable expectation. It's still too low, right? Because the market, 
I mean, this dude led the NFL in rushing last year. He carried the team to an AFC championship game. He's the most important player for what it is they do. He's the most important player on that team. He's the most irreplaceable player on that team as long as the Titans continue to have Derrick Henry be their identity. It doesn't matter if you're a three-down back if you're not as good as Derrick Henry on first and second down, says Titans for Life. This is a totally viable argument. The argument for Derrick Henry would be, well, if he's picking up five or six, or six yards a clip, you don't need to play third down because he's, he's avoiding third downs. He is helping you in the running game pick up those yards, and so that kind of mitigates what you, are, what you would need in, in a true third down back. And what I would say to you is that's really not sustainable. Like, that makes sense in theory, but it's not sustainable. You're going to play third downs. Your most important player can't come off the field when you play your most important down. So maybe the percentage of third downs that you're playing, that you're physically playing, becomes less. But on the third downs that you actually are playing, you need him to be able to stay on the field. It's that, impo- it's that important piece that kind of uh, negates what you are doing with first and second down when you're making that argument. Because I understand the argument, and I think it's a reasonable one to make. I'm just saying that there's holes in it that make that not exactly the most feasible uh, of, of, of things. It's not the, most, not the most efficient way to push, push back on the idea that Derrick Henry shouldn't get close to as much as Zeke or Christian McCaffrey. XFL broke, says Derek Klein. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't, couldn't be more surprised that the NFL... The XFL owes a, a business in Nashville, a signage company, upwards of $300,000, almost $350,000. Here in Nashville, I saw that today with their with their receipts somehow getting leaked to the public since they're going belly up. Carl Anthony Towns uh, says, uh, Wante Dolan too. NBA uh, uh, mom, his mom died. Yes, our, our uh, thoughts and prayers to the family of Carl Anthony Towns of the Timberwolves. His mother passed away from COVID-19 today. Uh, I'm sure we will address that at some point. The Panthers had the bag, says Derek Kine. McCaffrey is a dual threat, 1,000-1,000. Uh, he deserves it. CMC is way more versatile, says Kevo. It means back-to-back tag, says Jamie. That's an interesting, an interesting point, right? Because there's a lot of situations or a lot of scenarios that make sense if you tag Derrick Henry two years in a row, if you Kirk Cousins him. Now, what you do run the risk of, in all likelihood, you're going to piss that dude off because now you're playing with what is the prime earning point of his career and the ability for him personally to capitalize on that, be it by your bank account or another team that's willing to pay him. Now you're kind of messing with the money. Uh, When you look at uh, what Nardo says, Bull, D. Henry is better and deserves the money. Nardo, you would be incorrect. In terms of percentage of their offense that Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey are responsible for, it's like Zeke. They're very, very similar. It's just McCaffrey does it more ways. It shouldn't mean anything. CMC is a better overall back than Brian. Different kind of back, says Albert. He agrees. All-around player, says Dylan. He's also younger. Yeah, that's the thing. Christian McCaffrey's 23 years old. Derrick Henry's 26. That's the thing that people forget. Christian McCaffrey came into the league three years ago. Christian McCaffrey is one of the youngest players, has been one of the youngest players in the NFL, one of the youngest stars. I guess we should say. And so at 23 years old, his value is much, much higher. Now, his usage rate is substantial. He's had a lot more he had a lot more involvement, whether it's touches, actual physical carries on the ground, or, or catches in the passing game. 
he's got a lot more usage early than Derrick Henry had on him at 23. So it's not necessarily a one-to-one comparison. But Christian McCaffrey does represent youth, and that does factor into why he's getting paid so much more at this point. Six million. Think about this. Because financially, it makes so much. It's such a good deal to have Derrick Henry on your books at 10.2 when Zeke and McCaffrey are making 16 or 15 and 16 respectively. It just, the value of that cannot be overstated enough. It's such a fantastic deal for the Titans to have Derrick Henry on their books at 10.2. This is what uh, we should have signed Henry and tagged Tannehill. Tannehill has more to prove than Derrick Henry. Yeah, but Tannehill has an easier job of proving it than Derrick Henry does. It's much easier for Tannehill to replicate what Tannehill does well than it is for Derrick Henry to sustain. Um, but I do, I do understand the value of why people would think that tagging the quarterback makes more sense. Nothing. Henry, uh, because Henry will never put up numbers like McCaffrey, says Marcus Walker. Well, I, I mean, scrimmage yards, scrimmage yards, they're pretty close, right? Scrimmage yards, they're really close. In terms of in 2019, consider 2019 in its entirety. Now, Derrick Henry played in the playoffs. He had a much higher percentage of usage in the playoffs. He was what they did the best, and so they continued to feed the feed him the ball, right? Feed the beast. T- nobody could tame the beast. We'll get to tame the beast, the beast of the week later in the show. But Derrick Henry was the beast of the week almost every month or every week in July because he was dragging them through the playoffs. Now, the playoffs don't, the, the totals don't go into the regular season totals of scrimmage yards for both of these guys, but but when it comes to usage rate, how much of the percentage of the offense that they were responsible for uh, responsible for, and how much of the scrimmage yards, whether it's Derrick Henry and just his rushing yards versus McCaffrey rushing yards and receiving yards, the totals are actually pretty similar. I'd give Henry 16 and a half on a shorter contract, says Jesse, like a three-year deal, or I'd give him 13 and a half a year on a five-year deal. Henry is going to want five. The Titans are going to want three. It's probably going to be a four-year deal, and it's going to be structured I don't know, I, but the the complication is we don't know how the McCaffrey deal structured. Like the guaranteed money of that, I saw Albert Breer of, of Sports Illustrated reporting that the guaranteed money on it was substantial, at li- over half uh, of the actual contract, what the contract value is four years, $16 million annually. Uh, but it is, it is, uh, it does bear noting that this situation with, Christian McCaffrey, the guaranteed money and the structure of it matters very much for Derrick Henry. Let's move on, though. Let's talk about virtual OTAs because Derrick Henry knows the offense. Ryan Tannehill knows the offense. The Titans benefit more than most teams from the idea that the NFL is going to take uh, organized team activities during the offseason. They're going to take it totally virtual at this point in the NFL offseason. We're going to talk about that, and I want to know from you guys... What is the biggest issue you foresee with virtual Titans OTAs? Let me know on Facebook Live what you think is affected most by the idea that the Titans and all the other, uh, all 32 NFL teams total, they will conduct their OTAs this season virtually, via Skype, via Zoom, the way that many of us are having our meetings for work and for with our families for Easter. They're going to conduct this thing on the internet with the OTAs, what is the biggest issue that you foresee for the Titans specifically 
and it could be OTA, it could be it could apply to the league in general, um, but specifically for the Titans when it comes to what exactly they need to develop that the offseason now being virtual, they're going to be deprived of. Are there specific examples, team chemistry things, things that you think are important that OTAs would serve the purpose of that they will now be deprived of having take having to do all these things virtually? We'll talk about this coming up in just a second, right after I remind you guys about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The Ashton team, they are taking every precaution to make sure that you can still search for your dream address without the set, uh, without the stress at GaryAshton.com with virtual tours. They're doing them on Facebook and across the internet at GaryAshton.com. The realtors, the uh, part, every member of the Ashton team, they are conducting these virtual tours. So if you follow and like Gary Ashton's Facebook, they will send you a notification so you can take a virtual tour. Uh, together, you can take it no matter where you are. You can take it virtually on your phone or on your laptop, and you can see some of the different listings that you might otherwise just be scrolling through at GaryAshton.com. Now you can have a realtor physically walk through those listings with you and show exactly what it looks like from a virtual perspective. The Ashton team is making sure that things continue to function on a normal basis in the Nashville real estate market. They're the only ones you should trust because they are Nashville's official, well, not Nashville's official real estate market, but they want uh, real estate team, but they might as well be because they're the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of me here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. I found my dream address without the stress. Now, I did it before the Rona, and I did mine the old-fashioned way, but you can do it new, uh, the new-fashioned way. You can do it virtually, just like the Titans OTAs. You take a virtual tour at GaryAshton.com. The best in the business. Make sure you give them some love. What is the biggest issue you foresee for virtual Titans OTAs? What stands out to you? Because there's one thing that pops into my head when I hear this specifically, but I'm curious to see how you guys kind of feel about it. Based on the news that the virtual OTAs will take place in the NFL this year. Virtual OTAs for NFL for the NFL in the offseason uh, that start next Monday. Now, it benefits certain teams to a degree. So what, what has happened is the NFLPA and the NFL announced virtual OTAs, which will begin on April 20th, Monday, next Monday. The teams won't be permitted to take the practice until every team has that freedom, which is largely out of the NFL hand, out of the, out of the NFL's hand at this point. Now the NFL offseason is relying on state governments, which is a whole catastrophe that we won't even get into here tonight. But the NFL's offseason is being regulated now by each individual state's governments. They will be allowed to give the, t- the the teams will be allowed to give players materials, have virtual classroom settings. And players will be able to virtually meet their requirements for their workout bonuses in contracts. So they're going to find a way, they've found a way to make sure that players are being held to account in terms of their physical condition, whether it be weigh ins, maybe you have a contract incentive. If you're an offensive lineman, you have to be under 330 pounds. You want to make sure that you hit weight. They're going to test that on a certain day. You know this is going to happen. It's going to happen via Skype meeting, and maybe you're, maybe you're on your own scale, and maybe you get to get a little funny with it. I'm sure there's going to be room to skirt the rules to a degree, but the NFL is taking all of these things and making them virtual 
because the Rona has totally disrupted all things in normal life, much less normal NFL life. So what's the biggest issue, though, you foresee with virtual Titans OTAs? Because the one thing that stands out to me specifically is this. You have a quarterback who's coming in, uh, who's coming into his second year, and the whole purpose of the quarterback and the second year in the offense, second year for Arthur Smith, you have Derrick Henry, you have almost every piece of that offensive lineup outside of Jack Conklin, you have them back, you'll need a second running back, but that's not of the greatest importance at this point. You have the bones of your offense that was scoring 30 points per game after they made the switch at quarterback with Tannehill, the second most explosive offense in professional football last year. All of these things help safeguard you from what teams who do not have the benefit of that prior chemistry, do not have the benefit of a year or a couple years working together, they will be disrupted by the idea that they can't actually work together. But one thing on the Titans that stands out, who needs this kind of chemistry, who is in a crucial year, and a year where likely it will end up with him not being on the Titans roster in 2021, it may not matter, but who could seriously benefit on his second contract from having more time with this particular quarterback, that's Corey Davis. Corey Davis in his fourth year, getting ready before May 30th, the team to decide on his fifth year option. Corey Davis is the person that this this most stands to hurt. Virtual learning, the biggest issue that I find with the Titan, the idea of the Titans doing it is that Corey Davis Whatever you need to see from Corey Davis becomes much, much harder to find if you don't give them the time that they need together with he and Ryan Tannehill. A.J. Brown and Tannehill, they've got something there. There's a connection. Khalif Raymond, there's something there with Tannehill. Tajay Sharp had it. Adam Humphreys, it seems like Tannehill was comfortable with him even after a six-week layoff. He comes into the AFC title game. He has a couple catches for first downs on third downs against the Chiefs. You can tell that Tannehill likes that player as a slot receiver. Corey Davis, though, if you want to accuse Tannehill of anything, we've talked about this many times, is that Tannehill and Corey Davis don't quite have it together yet. Maybe they never find it, and maybe that leads to the demise or the end of Corey Davis as a Tennessee Titan. Likely, I think he's not a Tennessee Titan for, for, for beyond this year anyway. I just think it's going to cost too much, and I think that as great as I think Corey can be, at this particular time, for what he's going to cost, it's a hard justification to make. I think that player still has special ability. I do agree that he has not, he has not been able to showcase it yet, whether that's his fault or the fault of the quarterback or the fault of injuries. Whatever the case may be, Corey Davis at this point is not worth the money on a second contract to the Titans. We all understand this. Corey's representation probably understands this. They're probably getting ready, uh, getting Corey ready for that reality. But at this point, when you talk about Corey Davis and you talk about what the Titans stand to benefit the least from, when we talk here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, presented by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com, for all of your virtual tours, we're talking about the idea that the Titans really need Corey Davis to be able to contribute substantially. 
It can't just be the A.J. Brown show. They need Corey Davis to do more than just block. Even if you're going to run the, run the damn ball all of the time and Corey Davis is going to spring Derrick Henry on these big runs, Corey Davis has to justify his starting role. A blocking wide receiver is great if you can find one that can commit to it, but I have to see that he's getting more opportunity than just him being asked to block. I have to see that the quarterback is going to give him the opportunity to flourish within the system. And that is the thing that I am most concerned about, that he will be deprived of when you talk about the Titans' OTAs. Let's talk, though, about what you fear to be the, mo- the biggest issue with the idea that the Titans will hold their OTAs virtually heading into the 2020 season. Let's get to your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope, A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. The biggest issue is finding out uh, a player got the virus, says Chris Fe- Frazier. Well, at this point... We asked John about this, it'll be two weeks ago Wednesday. So we talked to John Robinson on a conference call, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday prior. And to his knowledge, and keep this in mind, Jayon Brown was in Italy and Spain for a, for a substantial amount of time during the offseason. And so John Robinson, we asked him, not Jayon specifically, but has anybody in the organization tested positive for COVID-19? John Robinson's answer was to say that at this point, not to his knowledge, nobody in the Titans organization had tested positive for coronavirus. Now, Jayon Brown is the one to closely monitor because Jayon spent some time, considerable amount of time in, the, in Italy and in Spain this offseason. So that will be something that would, that would hinder the Titans. But at this point, they're saying that they don't know, not to, not to John Robinson's knowledge, no member of the organization, team or otherwise, player or otherwise, has been tested or has tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, live reps are crucial, especially for rookies, says Brian. Well, well, this is before rookies. This is April 20th. This is the week before the draft, right? This is next Monday. So this is for the veterans. Uh, the rookies, rookies, obviously the offseason will be affected for the rookies no matter what. It's hard for a rookie coming in regardless. But this does particularly complicate it, even for the veterans, with teams with new offensive coordinators, new new staff members, uh, or new staff, new coaches, new players, coming into different uh, teams, different systems. This makes it a lot harder. Storm's knocking out the power and breaking up the live stream, says Lewis. Not, uh, I don't think anybody else, I don't know if anybody else has had problems with the live stream, but we're not having stores here presently, storms here presently. Um, so if you guys are having issues, I haven't seen that on my end, but if you are, let me know, and we'll see if we can't correct it. Uh, why wouldn't they see eye to eye, says my, oh, Matt's late to the party. He's talking about Henry and McCaffrey. Uh, Parker Hesse up, says Lewis Chessie. That's such a weird uh, hill for Lewis to die on. Why wouldn't the NFL just make everyone get tested prior to coming to OTAs, lock them in a hotel, and restrict outside visitors, says Kevo? Because you can't, you can't prioritize the NFL players when so many people in this country need to get the tests, right? Like the biggest issue with the Rona is that testing is not ready, readily available for you and I. And so for them to prioritize NFL players, well, in the scheme of things, like how essential really are NFL players? Essential, like I find out just how unessential I am if there's no football season, right? I become totally, a, a, I, I become totally useless to you guys if I don't have the sport that I, that I make my money covering, right? That the entire sports media survives on year-round. The NFL puts a lot, of, a lot of food on a lot of different people's tables. 
To prioritize the players, though, when so many people across the world, specifically across the country, because you're talking about the NFL, but across the world can't get tested, can't get tested for this stuff. You cannot, uh, you cannot go through those things. Uh, you cannot go through those things. You cannot prioritize athletes in that way to where people who are in desperate need of the testing say, well, what the hell? Why? That was already a problem with the NBA players. NBA teams were kind of getting a lot of heat for that um, as, as the testing continued. Robert Deerfish says, my wife was in a hospital for a week and didn't get tested. Lack of tests is an issue right now. Yes, this is, this is the biggest outside of the, the larger issue of mass death of the Rona. The, issue f- the inability for people to find out who actually has it and who doesn't make this situation much, much harder. Uh, here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Let's move on to the Beast of the Week. The Beast of the Week, presented by our friends at Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com is where you go. What we are going to do now is I'm going to ask you guys for your Beast of the Week. Maybe your Beast of the Week is Michael Jordan, because he's bailing out all of us in sports talk, bailing out ESPN, bailing out all of us in a desperate time of no content, bailing us out next Sunday with The Last Dance, the documentary that ESPN has pushed up the release date to. Since there's no NBA Finals, they're going to give it to us starting next Sunday. Maybe your, maybe your beast of the week is ESPN because they're going to give us the content fix. They're going to give us something like Tiger King that we can all watch together, that we can discuss almost like live sports. As a community, that's, a, that's something huge in the content business. I'm, I, if, if, I, if I didn't already pick a beast of the week, ESPN might very well be my beast of the week. But who is your beast of the week right now? Let us know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. While you do that, I am going to give you my, uh, my I'm going to tell you about our friends at GetBeast.com, our friends at Tame the Beast, who are reminding you to wash your hands with Yop Hand Wash. If you go to GetBeast.com, you can order $10 worth of product. It's all hygiene, supplies, grooming products for shower, for shaving, for hair, for, uh, for scent. All of these things available at GetBeast.com. You go, you get a couple things of hand wash, you get your order over $10. Well, then they send you a free soap brick, and then you can save even more money on more products by using promo code AZ50. AZ50 saves you 50% off at GetBeast.com. Our, uh, our friends at Tame the Beast, they're making sure that you stay safe and stay clean and make sure that you're t- taking care of your pocketbook, your po- over under on the age of somebody who uses pocketbook. That was, a, that was a weird thing for me to go to. Wallet would have been the easier thing for me to say. I don't know why I said pocketbook. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I, don't, I think I just aged 20 years by saying pocketbook. Regardless, they're going to save you some cash at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. Check them out. Our friends at Tame the Beast, they present the Beast of the Week every Monday. Want to know from you guys, who is this week's Beast of the Week for you? Presented by GetBeast.com. I have one in particular that you guys are going to laugh at. Normally do we do a video, but this is an article that I saw on, uh, on the internet, on Twitter today, from BuzzFeed. It's from BuzzFeed writer Julia Moser, uh, and she has an interesting article about what exactly the times we are living in right now, how it has kind of affected dating. First, we'll read some of your beasts of the week, and then I'll get to mine specifically. Residents, EPB, and first responders responding to the tornadoes here in Chattanooga. Pray for us, says Mookie. Yeah, man. 
A quick aside before we move on to the uh, my beast of the week and your the rest of your guys' beast of the week. Chattanooga got hit by a tornado last night. There were some severe storms across Middle Tennessee, but Chattanooga in particular, I saw got hit hard. I love Chattanooga as a city. It's a beautiful little town um, uh, that I I frequent. I actually go through Chattanooga a lot, um, especially while my girlfriend was living in Atlanta. This is a situation. Um, in Chattanooga that we have experienced here in Nashville, certainly on the north side. My neighborhood is still in great disrepair from tornadoes. So, Mookie, I hope you and your family are well. I hope, obviously, we talk sports around here. It goes without saying, I hope all of you and your families are well when we're kind of in these weird times, right? But specifically, all of those in Tennessee and across the south and across the country that were uh, affected Harshly by the severe weather last night, our prayers uh, and thoughts for Chattanooga and all of those things. Of course, all of our thoughts are with everybody who are who are dealing with the difficulty of staying inside and quarantining and and the sickness that is uh, that's kind of overtaking our society. To have the tornado sprinkled in there is uh, an unpleasant thing to have to deal with. On top of it, but all of the first responders certainly Mookie uh, Beast of the Week, very very deserving. Without question. Now, this makes mine seem kind of superficial uh, because Mookie coming in with, there with the heavy hitters, Beast of the Week, presented by Tame the Beast, getbeast.com, uh, on uh, Facebook Live and on Periscope, A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Carol Baskin says Stanley for getting away with murder. The Tiger King, I hear there's a new episode where they kind of had to explain, okay, you know, for all of the things that we made look good about Tiger King, here's all of the bad, and here's exactly, you know, they needed to cover their asses a little bit with kind of novelizing Tiger King, which is at the at the center of it, is about the abuse of animals, right? Carol Baskin, uh, thoroughly unlikable character, somebody who they are very willing to admit or very willing to imply that she did get away with killing her husband. Uh, Carol Baskin, if you want to give her Beast of the Week for getting away with it, that is on you, uh, Stanley, on Facebook. Anthony uh, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Dr. Tony, Dr. Tony Fauci, Austin Walter, Walter said, man, <laughs> the, the, daily, the daily coronavirus press conferences today was particularly out of hand. Uh, the President of the United States doing, uh, doing what he does at these things, except amplified today, it seems, by 10 and, and getting almost, you know, a little too much for me, just the whole atmosphere of it. And Tony Fauci, bless Tony Fauci for all of the, all of the stabilization that he provides to this in a way that we uh, that we could really use at this point. Lewis Chesney says one that honestly, Lewis, um, I don't know how you could make that argument at all. Lewis Chesney says Kyle Larson for Beast of the Week. We all make mistakes. He apologized. Um, no, I'm sorry. That's completely unacceptable, Lewis and. Um, that you would even say that, that you would be comfortable saying that, uh, unacceptable. Like, I understand, like, completely unacceptable. Honestly, that really, that really kind of bothers me. No, we, uh, everybody makes mistakes, sure, but there are some mistakes that are more egregious than others. You can't drop the N-bomb on a live stream so comfortably in a way that would indicate that you are comfortable using it prior and just because you got caught up in the moment in front of a national audience on the live stream, using that kind of language that is completely and totally unacceptable, you get you gave an apology because you got busted. That doesn't make you a beast. That makes you. It makes me think. 
I don't, you know, Kyle Larson, I don't follow NASCAR a ton. And, and to be totally transparent, Tyler Reddick is a NASCAR driver at the highest level uh, and drives the Tame the Beast car, the number eight car for Richard Childress Racing. They are, uh, Tyler Reddick is a proud Beast partner, as are we on A to Z Sports Prime Time. I follow NASCAR. I follow Tyler Reddick. Kyle Larson, what he did today was absolutely disgusting. What he was caught doing today on a live, or uh, whether it was today or last night, that he dropped an N-word on a live stream in a way comfortable enough that he has done it before. Um, I don't care how, how man enough you are to admit it, if you want to consider that man. Uh, it makes you, it makes you um, kind of a despicable human being that you would be comfortable using that language in, a fir- in the first place. And so Kyle Larson is about as undeserving a candidate of Beast of the Week as ever there was. Uh, so, Lewis, you are, your Beast of the Week nomination has been summarily denied, and, uh, and we're going to go ahead and land the plane on that note because I don't think, uh, I think you're missing the point there, Lewis. That's not about the apology. It's about the action on the front end. Anyway, getbeast.com, promo code AC50, saves you 50% off. You can scrub that segment off. Uh, with the fine products at GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50, saves you a little money. You can use the exfoliating scrub with pumice, eucalyptus, menthol, green tea, and citrus in the Yaw Pan Wash at GetBeast.com. Our Beast of the Week this week for me is our friend uh, Julia Moser of BuzzFeed, and I'll explain to you exactly why. Julia Moser, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, says Robert Deerfish. Yeah, so I, I, that's that's a very, very perverse way to take the beast of the week. Getting dumped during a pandemic, though, is a is a is a beast. Okay, to be willing to publicly admit this, to write a full article on BuzzFeed about it, Julia Moser got dumped on Zoom during a pandemic, and it's the funniest article, one of the funniest articles I've read all year. It says we need to talk. And it just, like a text message thread from another person, assuming this is Julia's former significant other, says, we need to talk from the significant other and just sends a Zoom link to join the meeting and gets broken up with during the Rona, in the t- love in the time of the coronavirus, right? Love and social distancing. Julia Moser got broken up with on a Zoom call and wrote an article about it for BuzzFeed. That makes Julia the Beast of the Week in my eyes, presented by Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off. The Tame the Beast Beast of the Week is absolutely Julia Moser because I I don't have an efficient way to broadcast the article onto the screen for you guys, but I'll tell you right now, it's at BuzzFeedNews.com. The article is called Breakups uh, Getting Dumped During a Pandemic. By Julia Moser, the internet connection wasn't great, so we kept freezing. Quote, we're breaking up, I said, and we were. (laughs) This is Love in the Time of Coronavirus. This is Beast of the Week, presented by GetBeast.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast, Julia Moser, for writing the article, gets this week's Beast of the Week here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Powered by Tennessee Tickets, presented to you, as always, by our friends at Gary Ashton. .com, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off. And Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com for all of your HVAC needs. Titans have any interest in LaShawn McCoy, you think? 
Robert Deerfish asked, uh, no, absolutely not. And that's something I can land the plane on very summarily. There is zero interest in LaShawn McCoy that much, I can promise you. What there will be interest in, though, is all of the content that we have prepared for you over the course of, uh, of the lead-up to the draft for A to Z Sports, the network. The podcast network continuing to hum at full speed. I have draft conversations with Teron Davenport available for you in the 615 Sessions podcast feed. We are doing a Titans Media mock draft. All of our friends across Titans Media, Teresa Walker, Emily Proud, Corey Curtis, Brent Doherty, people from all across 104.5 The Zone, all of the local television stations, all of our friends across Titans Media are participating in our Titans Media mock draft. We'll continue to release those, whoever, which, whichever player each media member picks at number 29. There's more variety than you would think. Because a lot of people wanted to go Jeff Gladney, and Emily took it right off the board, out of the gate, and kind of put everybody in a difficult position. But it's leading to some creativity, some variety, and so we are sharing with you those on our Facebook platforms, on our Instagram handle, and on our Twitter, at A to Z Sports, and A to Z Sports Nashville is where you can follow us. You can hang out with Austin and Zach tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. Monday through Friday is when the boys do their thing. I'll be back with you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time for more uh, more media talk because we're going to get into a little bit about, about what ESPN is doing to kind of mess with their college football Saturdays, and it's a really bad idea. We'll discuss that tomorrow on A to Z Sports Prime Time. And until then, fam, peace and love.